From your local Houston BMW Center Studios, welcome to the Public Affairs Podcast, addressing local issues that affect our nation and shape our world. I'm your host, KG Smooth, joined by the market icon that is... Uncle Funky Larry Jones and my friend, my brother. We are so proud of you and all of your contributions on all areas in media, not oh. just radio, television, but social media. You're killing it, KG. Proud mm-hmm. of you, sir. Thank you proud so much. Proud of you. I... And like I said before, your commitment to Houston's community and what our various organizations need has set you apart. And you will be for a long oh, Let me rephrase it. You'll be a part of this community for as long as you like. Because I know things are moving for you, but uh, we want you to stay. Fast. And thank you. Thank you for those kind words. Thank you, Houston. I mean, I can only give honor and praise to God. I mean, it's your heart. The Heavenly Father is is, It's your heart, man. Yeah. And you do it well. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, I'm vibrating. Well, (laughs) on the phone line, I have uh, two of my absolute favorite people uh, in Houston. Um, They are really truly angels on earth here to do here to do the good work and spread the love they yes. they realize that you know there's spiritual warfare upon us and and that the spirit is under attack mm-hmm. so welcoming back to the public affairs podcast Jacqueline Alito and Dr. James Dixon good morning good morning good morning, good morning. Great to, great to be with you all. KG Smooth, I did all everything. You are awesome. And Brother Larry, uh, the one and only iconic influencer in our community. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, no, the pleasure is all ours. Y'all, y'all, y'all are committed. Yes. Okay. And this is why I love you all so much because we got to get this uh, trafficking thing under control. Mm-hmm. And so you all are having to implement no trafficking zones uh, across the nation in partnership with NRG and the Human Trafficking Rescue Alliance in support of National Human Trafficking Prevention Month, uh, which is uh, this month. So um, tell us about the um, the partnership and the things that you all have been doing to help uh, stop this atrocious thing, because I now know why this is going on right. and what is happening. And yeah, I'm glad that y'all are soldiers. So uh, just school everybody on, on what's going on. Bishop, you want to start that? Yeah, I, I, I guess I will. Uh, thank you all for having us again. I'm on, as you know, with uh, a co-founder of No Trafficking Zone, NTZ, No Trafficking Zone, Jacqueline Aludo, uh, who is a beast when it comes to anti-trafficking uh, techniques, strategies, advocacy, and the list is long. Uh, trafficking, as you know, in Houston, Harris County, is unfortunately a thriving illicit business. It's a $150 billion industry. Woo! And, and Houston, yeah, $150 billion industry. It affects every facet of our society and community. Uh, the truth of the matter is, it's happening. Uh, it's, you know, it, it's, it's hidden in, in open sight, in mm. plain sight. Mm. In our schools, it happens in churches, in neighborhoods. It happens uh, in youth organizations. Everywhere that people gather, traffickers have masterminded how to infiltrate uh, those particular uh, systems in order to groom and to prepare uh, victims for trafficking upon which they make money. Uh, it's, it's a profitable, illicit industry that is a scourge destroying uh, and destructing families, lives, and communities. And uh, so I'm thankful to be a part of this movement with uh, 
uh, with someone like Jacqueline Lulo who who lives this every day and understands it better than most. And Bishop, because of Houston's unique location in the country, doesn't that make us a prime area for trafficking? Yes. You have your two international airports, uh, I-10, which is geographically runs through the nation, and then you also have a port. And so the the way the state of Texas is set up and even Houston, it really makes it the perfect storm for human trafficking. So uh, I, I don't want to sound, well, let me say it this way. So there's there's a waiting list of people to basically, and it sounds like modern day slavery. I mean, they're, they're yeah. selling their children yeah. or, Bishop, how does that work? Because this is phenomenal. Well, human bondage is slavery. Larry, you're absolutely right. And what we're looking at is modern-day slavery, uh, 21st century, and that more people being enslaved and in bondage and trafficking than in the uh, period when we were slaves here in America. So it's it's profusive and pervasive. Uh, and, you know, people don't understand that this is violent. I mean, trafficking is a, is a world of violence, drug addiction, abuse, and oppression on every level. It's unimaginable. I call it systematic evil. That's my description of it, a systematic evil. And unfortunately, most people are not educated, not aware, uh, and don't know that it's going on right around us. We grew up thinking that trafficking happened in, in third world countries to very, very poor people uh, in very remote places. But now people are coming to understand through Jacqueline and others' education that trafficking is happening right here in our city, in our state, in our neighborhood. So, Jacqueline, even with COVID-19, the market is still hot? Yes. What, before COVID-19, human trafficking was an epidemic. Once COVID-19 hit, human trafficking became a pandemic. And oh. the hmm. reason is, is that, well, first of all, most people don't understand what human trafficking is. So under the umbrella of human trafficking is labor trafficking, drug trafficking, sex trafficking, organ trafficking, and, and arms trafficking. But what sex trafficking looks like is something very different. Most of the time, you know the person that is going to traffic you and exploit you and sell you. And since this crime is so intricate and there are so many different ways to exploit and oppress people, it's really hard to identify. So kids can groom and lure kids out of schools to be trafficked, out of churches, um, People are trafficked online. There's so many different ways to be trafficked. But normally how it works is it starts off as a relationship of two people trying to get to know each other. And what happens is is this person makes you feel amazing. Um, You know, they're your biggest fan. They're your biggest cheerleader. They understand you better than anybody else. And what normally ends up happening after that is slowly but surely there is a slow manipulation um, for children, especially where then before most of the children know it, they are being exploited. Um, a lot of times, most of the kids can't even identify that they are victims because they think that they're willing participants. They think that it's their best friend or their boyfriend or their fam- family member. And that's what makes sex trafficking is such a difficult crime to really uh, detect. Mm. I, I'm just floored. I'm just, it is that. I'm speechless. I really don't even know what to say because the level of 
evil with this is just beyond my comprehension. And do you all know about with this going on? Are people coming up missing and people are, that are coming up missing, we're finding out that there is a whole black market, dark web selling of our organs and now, more importantly, our skin, the melanin in our skin. Do, what do you all know about those two? Yes, yes. Melanin is worth more than gold. Wow. And the, people, re, you know, these folks, they realize the power that we have that is within us. And they are abstracting melanin and selling it. And, okay. and, and, yeah. and people have been missing. I mean, when this whole trend of black women gone, going missing, like, we're, we're like 10, 12 years mm-hmm. in. I mean, it's been going on forever, but there's just the influx of how we yeah. keep hearing about it. Like, this has been going on, right. and we haven't been seeing it. And now, you know, since I didn't have my awakening, and, and I'm learning more every day, yeah. it's our organs, and it's our melanin. That movie, Get Out, that was not okay. far-fetched. Okay, uh, but um, Jacqueline and, and, and Bishop Dixon, can you speak to what I was speaking on, if you can, as much as you can? Sure. So, um, with organ trafficking, organ trafficking is a very lucrative um, business. What makes it more scary is that a lot of times you need skilled surgeons and doctors to really um, participate in that, which then shows you how much of a business human trafficking is and why it is a $150 billion business and why it is so lucrative. Basically, when you think about human traffickers, um, even with sex trafficking, if the girls don't get in line, um, it hasn't been unheard of for a trafficker to shoot them in front of other girls to make them scared and then traffic their organs. Um, But they're going to figure out a way to harvest your body to every capacity that they can. And um, when you talk about skin graphing, that's something that I'm becoming more educated on. Uh, there's so many different dynamics of human trafficking. That's, that's one that I'm recently just starting to study. So, so, so Jacqueline, let me say this, but next to what you said, and I'm going to try to put this in, in, in very common terminology, Larry and KG. We're talking about doctors and scientists mm-hmm. who are getting paid mm-hmm. to use their professional skills mm-hmm. Talk about it. and their academic prowess uh, to literally harvest the organs of bodies, including skin, and to sell it on the black market. Whoa. Because, you know, John Smith, with a high school diploma or degree in business, does not know how to harvest our organs. So you, you have to have... Uh, high-level professional medical personnel who are participating in this kind of evil industry for it to even work. Uh, it, it is cruel. It is violent. It is sinister. Uh, you, I, I can't think of any adjective dark mm-hmm. enough to describe how dark it really is. It is not a game. So what do we need to do to alert community, people, because we we gotta we gotta enlighten we gotta wake some people up because this is nuts. This doesn't make any sense at all, none. No. And 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 no, it, 
help me, Bishop, because we want to get the word out to to to. And and you you've said at the community of faith, we really have to KG get our young men and older men to deter yes. from first of all buying into this system of buying sex mm-hmm. it's lunacy. So. Absolutely. You know, go ahead and speak. Well, I'm glad that you're all here. Yeah, because I think the uh, NTZ Impact Week is probably going to touch on that. For for, for sure. Uh, Let me say, you know, I was concerned about trafficking for a long time and have done a few things, you know, to here and there to support anti-trafficking and to help some victims and all those things like that. But my eyes were opened when I met a Jacqueline Aludo and other people like her who who lived it, who understood it. And I think awareness and education is important. We want to expose as many people as possible to the minds of people like Jacqueline and other experts that she's assembled for these panels over the next few days because uh, the more people who become aware, the more people become active. Uh, awareness leads to action. And uh, without, without awareness, there's no action, there's apathy. And, and so it's very important that they tune in on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Jacqueline can give them how to sign up on the right to do that. But churches, civic leaders, parents, for sure, everybody needs to know about it. Jacqueline, uh, talk about NTZ Impact Week and how people can join and watch. Um, so if you want to go to www.notraffickingzone.org, you'll see where you can register for NTZ Impact Week, and there's an Eventbrite. Um, what we're really trying to do with our events and panels is make it free because we do understand that the public really needs to not only understand how to identify human trafficking, but then once you identify it, really who are the right people to go to to get help and the advocates to really help for um, victims. We, we understand that this is happening in all communities, but we also understand that oppression really happens more in communities in crisis and communities of color. So we want to make sure that our panels to impact people are free and that everyone can have access to them. And give us the um, the details on January 27th and 28th at NRG Park for the NTZ Impact Week. Well, it's about, you know, our, our goal is to build collaborative and innovative solutions uh, through, through partnerships. And so uh, the panels that have been, been, been assembled are amazing, but we've got elected officials, we've got faith leaders, we've got advocates and survival leaders all coming together around this common idea of ending the scourge of trafficking. And one major feature that Jacqueline's brought to the uh, to the mix is our new partner, Hetra. Uh, Jacqueline, talk about Hetra and what that means to this to this movement. So Hetra is the Human Trafficking Rescue Alliance of the Southern District. They are the fourth largest task force in the nation. Also, 43% of prosecutions for human trafficking arrests have come from that task force. What's so amazing about them and what we're doing at NRG Stadium is we understand that trafficking happens 365 days a year, but we also know that trafficking really increases during sporting events or entertaining events. So HETRA is coming in as our NTZ law enforcement partner, and they will be training NRG Park workers so that not only can they identify human trafficking when there's a game, but they'll also be an advocate at all the games and specialized law enforcement to not to make sure that we apprehend the criminals, but also make sure that um, we're really serving victims and giving giving them the help that we need. So we are so grateful for Hetra. Indeed. So if they operate out of, you know, concerts, 
sporting events and all of that. I'm, they've taken a huge hit since the pandemic has hit, no? Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that is true. Uh, in terms of what, in terms of the activity that would normally happen around sporting and entertainment venues, but uh, when you listen to law enforcement like Hetra, uh, you discover that uh, it has not slowed trafficking down because the sports venues are not in operation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they find other ways. And we, again, we're talking about a $150 billion industry, and they've studied the science of how to sell people for money. Uh, I mean, that's what they do every day. They study the science of how to sell people for money. Mm. Um, actually, the reason why sex trafficking is on the rise is because when COVID happened, as law enforcement slowed down and everybody was focusing on COVID, um, criminals and predators and traffickers, they were still moving people. Um, slavery still existed. Um, it was easier to exploit people. It was easier to get to um, kids. Now kids as young as seven and eight, because the schools are sending home computers, are over the Internet. Also, Mm. schools, they're not seeing kids physically, so they can't report when a child's missing from school for 10 days or when they are very abused. So So the pandemic of COVID also became the pandemic of human trafficking and really excelled this illicit crime. Wow. Where is the the head? Sounds like we're chasing the tail. Who behind? Who hmm. is behind this this massive one hundred fifty billion dollar industry? Is there a cartel, a, a mafia? A, shouldn't we be going is it, after is it them? Organized? Is, yeah, I mean, this is just amazing. And and I'm not trying well, to I, downplay I, the efforts that we're doing, but I'd I'd like if you can speak on that. Where does this originate, or do we know? Well, I think slavery has happened since the beginning of time, Um, sadly. uh, I think now in 2021, even though human trafficking has always existed, um, really since it is such a lucrative business, you have to understand that it affects everybody. It affects your hospitality industry. It affects your real estate industry. Hmm. It affects um, people in KG and I have talked about this, the difference between corporatism and capitalism. Mm -hmm. So real estate companies and front construction companies, if I'm the one that's paying for the political campaign for any elected official and I don't want to change the laws of child marriages or exploitation, um, that's a really big factor. See, we have our criminals and we know that we have to arrest them, but we have to hold our people in power accountable on both sides. Um, and you can really tell when they're not passing legislative bills that you think should be passed that would automatically protect children. Right then and there, you should go out and find out who is supporting that politician's political campaign. And that's going to be a big reason why that why that bill is not getting passed. Mm. Wow. Wow. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah indeed. And you all. So, so, so Brother Larry and, and KG, you know, there's, there's a book we read. We ought to read more uh, that says. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I've heard that. You know. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's in the book. I read that book and, and try to preach from it. Mm. The, 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 the reality is what we're dealing with is the love of money. People yeah. who are driven by greed and who are you know, absorbed in, in greed uh, to the point that humanity has no sacred value. 
and that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with minds who have lost their consciousness for the sacredness of humanity, which means that they see people as property, mere Mm -hmm. property, not souls, not lives, not children, not women, not someone's daughter, not someone's wife, not someone's son, but as property. And they believe that they, they have corrupted their minds to the point to where whatever makes a profit on that property, they will go to, there's no lens that they won't go to to do it. It's, it's dark, and that's why I call it systematized evil. Uh, but we've got to educate, we've got to make people aware, and you're right, we've got to educate men and boys, starting with boys, that uh, not to see girls or any other person as, a, as an object for sexual pleasure to be purchased uh, at, your, at your ability to buy. We've got to change that mentality and change that mindset, uh, because every time we uh, create a non-buyer, we save a victim. Mm. Every time a non-buyer, we save a victim. And uh, we've got to help people understand that it's not simply your pleasure in a moment uh, that you are paying for. You're paying to support an industry that is absolutely destroying human life uh, to, to, to an extent that we cannot even put a, a, a price tag on. Mm. Well, Jacqueline and, and Bishop, we're, we're close to uh, running out of time, but we do want to repeat the vital information needed for uh, NTZ. Can you do that for us now, please? Sure. So you would go to notraffickingzone.org and you would sign up on the Eventbrite and it'll give you a link and you can watch it for the next three days for free. Um, we're also going to have it so that anybody that misses it, that they can go back and, and rewatch it. And we, we'd also like to ask people to take our No Trafficking Zone pledge which is if you are an entertainer or a, a venue or your school or you're an influencer, um, the pledge is really to use your platform to make people aware about what's happening and work together to come up with solutions to really combat this. We talked about some really heavy stuff, but I've seen so much happen just from all different communities and people coming together to make a difference. Um, we really can combat and stop human trafficking. Indeed. Jacqueline Alito, the leading human trafficking specialist, a child victims advocate and founder of Real Beauty, Real Women. Thank you. And of course, the market icon that is the legendary Dr. James Dixon, a president-elect of the Houston NAACP and pastor of the Community of Faith Church, founder of One Family, One Future. Uh, we thank you so much for coming on the Public Affairs Podcast and, and waking people up yeah. to this pandemic that is affecting our communities and our family members. So thank you so much for the work that you continue to do and um, open invitation to the podcast. Thank Thank you so much, KG. God bless both of y'all. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. And for everyone else listening to the podcast, hang on. We'll be back right after this. From your local Houston BMW Center studios, welcome back to the Public Affairs Podcast, addressing local issues that affect our nation and shape our world. I'm your host, KG Smooth, joined by my uh, the captain of the Light Warriors, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Funky Larry Jones. How are you? Man? KG, it's a great day in the city, man. Happy to be with you again. And, and once again, from me to all your fans uh, who have had a chance to see you on several different platforms, including uh, Ready Love. You uh, represent the city well. Thank you. Thank you. And those of us who've been in town for a while, uh, 
who got transplanted about 30 years back. Really appreciate your interest in and uh, um, uh, the word I your passion mm. for the city of Houston. Thank you. Uh, the piece you you've done with the uh, um, Debbie Allen and mm. Felicia Richard and, and the Laws family and your curiosity. Uh, like mine when I was a young lad when I first uh-huh. got here. 